right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Get Rick Podcast with a socially distanced Aaron. Hopefully this doesn't last too much longer, but uh, I don't even know what day of the lockdown we're in. But at least case counts have not been going up as much. And I think um, active cases have actually gone down a little bit. Anyway, we're back with the Elani 1995 Fantasy Football League uh, Week 1 recap and Week 2 preview. We'll start off with IB or Clyde. That's my team against Deshaun of Kamara Virus against Aaron. Basically, I was just powered to a win by Danger Russ Wilson. Went off for four touchdowns, 300 yards. Julio, CEH, Mark Andrews, all with uh, about 20-point games. I thought I was in trouble, actually, initially when uh, Russ's first two touchdowns went to Chris Carson, who had a nice 20-point game, but didn't follow up with a lot of uh, carries there. Kamara, two touchdowns as well, but the volume was low with Dr. Doom, Latveria, Murray stealing a lot of work there and Deshaun Watson had a little bit of a slow start but and of course James Conner going out didn't help Benny Snell great pickup for Aaron but unfortunately you can't plug him in in the middle of the game when you get hurt going forward Aaron's team looks like it'll still be in decent shape next game TB determined against my team's Adam's shame Stanton crushed John with a high week here 165 to 99 Devontae Adams went off Josh Jacobs three touchdowns Mostert had a long touchdown reception john starting the year off as usual with a little bit of hard luck miles sanders out that doesn't seem to be like a, a career-ending injury or retirement like john normally does but he's out for the first game michael thomas got hobbled rolled up on one of his ankles other than that a couple bright spots metcalf and uh, noah fent had a nice game unfortunately he didn't do anything in the second half but going forward hopefully john gets some healthy people back and he doesn't look like he's in too bad shape yet second week of the season how bad can it be next up miso hardman against shark week danny we got to change that name man how about some neil before godwin or Ridley's believe it or not you know something anyway Danny pulls out a pretty close eight point win 134 to 126 Grant was actually right in this he had he was down by I want to say about 14 with AJ Brown to go unfortunately AJ Brown did not do much with his eight targets so Danny, he had his uh, number one QB, Mayholmes, McCaffrey, number one running back. Uh, Godwin actually didn't do that good, but Ridley did well. So those three players got him 25-plus points each. For Grant's team, Jared Allen, nice surprise with 32 points. Zeke with another strong performance, 26 points. Next game, Gallup in the Woods against Lamarvel Universe. Wasn't really a whooping, but yeah, Leanne had a overall pretty balanced attack. Kyler Murray, not bad. Robert Woods had some volume. Dalvin Cook with a couple touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, I mean, all around solid performers. Brent's team, a little bit lacking. Lamar Jackson, of course, good game, 33 points there. But he only finished with 88 points, so more than a third of your points from one player. So that's not good. And, of course, the Minnesota defense doing a minus four and getting shellacked by Green Bay did not help at all. Next game, another close one. Pop star, not a doctor, against L.A. Deviants, another team that needs to change their name. Royce has left in his feelings a little bit with a four-point loss, a real tight one. He's actually ahead going into the final game, and Derrick Henry did enough to pull out the win for Jared. Royce's team a little bit underperforming. Juju had a nice game back with uh, Ben Roethlisberger, though, so that looks like a bright spot going forward, but 
Dak underperformed, Tyreek, everyone from top to bottom. I think the biggest concern is Mark Ingram with um, this huge committee in Baltimore, and it looks like the rook J.K. Dobbins has the goal line work, so that might be a concern moving forward. On Jared's side, man, he's got just some volume players. Derek Henry, Amari Cooper, Hopkins, Matt Ryan. I mean, those are a lot of throws, carries, receptions. If he puts uh, Jamison Crowder, who was on his bench, I mean, those guys are going to put up points just by volume alone. He should be an interesting team moving forward. And last but not least, the walking ER, Breeze in the trap. Ryan pulls out a win over Bryce. Bryce really had some underperformers on his team this week. Other than David Johnson, who actually was a bit of a surprise. He got game scripted out, as did Todd Gurley. Um, Saquon Barkley ran into a tough pit D that held him to, like I want to say, six yards or something. But um, yeah, his triumvirate of running backs should do better going forward. It just depends on game scripts and matchups. On Ryan's side, Adam Thielen destroys Cooper Cup in the battle of white receivers. Um, Thielen's one of my favorites there. think he's good going forward. Another bright spot, Baltimore D. The concerning ones look to be like Rob Gronkowski. And although Adam Eckler is the number one going forward, it doesn't look like they're Tyreek, uh, sorry, Tyrod. Doesn't look like he's throwing checking down that much. I I don't think Eckler had one reception, so that's a little concerning moving forward. And Le'Veon Bell has got dinged up and was not doing well at all before that. So hopefully uh things turn around for Ryan over there on the season moves forward. So week two preview. Um I'm just gonna start top to bottom again. I'm assuming my team is at the top because this is logged in under me. We got I be your Clyde against Breeze in the trap, me against Ryan. I have a one twenty six to one thirteen projection advantage. You know, I don't know. My my team I, I gotta go with Danger Russ Wilson. That's basically the only reason. We'll see what happens. So I'm picking me for this one. Next game, TB determined against Miso Hardman. Danny has a 122 to 109 projection advantage. This one, we'll have to see what happens with John's players that are out because Miles Sanders over Antonio Gibson will make a huge difference. But at the same time, I don't think I'm going to go against the May Holmes, Ridley, Godwin, and McCaffrey um quartet there so i'm still gonna go with danny on that one next up my team's adam shane against deshaun of kamara virus that is stanton against aaron um right now there's a 115 to 109 projection advantage for stanton but we're gonna have to have things sorted out a bit with uh aaron's team because he could get Cortland sutton back james connor we don't know what's going on with that situation if he's gonna be out for another game but it looks like benny snell is ready to play and play. So for this game, I don't know. It's hard to go against Devontae Adams. Plus, he has if he puts uh, Rodgers in this week, um, that's a nice uh, double up in that game. So it's a tough one, but I am going to stick with Stanton. I don't know. I think um, Josh Jacobs looks like he's the real deal. And this year, they actually he did get some. I think he got four reception that first game. So that's a big um, that's a big addition to his uh, stats there. Uh, next up, Gallup in the woods against Chark Week. Gallup in the woods is at a disadvantage to Grant uh, one hundred seven to one nineteen. Um, that's Leanne against Grant. Looking through the projections, um, she's going to have to replace Marlon Mack, who did 
have the ACL injury. Doesn't look like there's a lot to plug in. There's Tariq Cohen and Leonard Fournette. She might benefit from a little bit of waiver wire action this week. I'm assuming someone's going to go for uh, Joshua Kelly and Naheem Hines. So maybe she might end up with one of those players. If she does, still going to go with my boy Grant. I think Grant can... uh, Plug in Jonu Smith instead of Hayden Hurst, and lineup looks pretty solid there. Should be a, a good 120-point lineup. Okay, next game, LA Deviants, Lamarvel Universe. So we've got Royce against Brent. It's a five-point, well, about four-point projection advantage for Royce. No injuries or major concerns to deal with here. It's just going to be kind of a gut feeling, I guess. I kind of like the matchups on Brent's side, even though he's at the projection advantage. I Dallas is a little bit concerning. I don't know. They weren't able to protect, protect Dak as well as I thought they would. The line looks like it wasn't so much just about sacks, but a lot of pressure on him. So I, I think that's a huge advantage with Lamar against Dak. I don't know. We'll have to see, but I am going to go with the underdog for once and go with Brent. And last game, the walking ER against Popstar, not a doctor. Bryce against Jared. Jared has a 130 point projection here against Bryce is about 117. But I don't know. It looks like it's pretty justified on Jared's part with all those volume players. I think he should put in Jamison Crowder in, instead of Jarvis Landry. Until at least until Cleveland starts uh, performing better, because they got shellacked by Baltimore. The other thing, I know George Kittle got dinged up. Jared might want to look at picking up like a waiver wire person, maybe a Logan Thomas from the Washington football team. Looks like he's going to get some targets right behind McLaren, so might be a nice backup for him. On Bryce's side, he's got his triple crown of running backs. David Johnson could get game scripted out. They're playing Baltimore, and Baltimore looked pretty damn good. We'll just have to see. But I am going to go with the big projection here with uh, Jared's uh, volume-crushing team there. So, shit, Jared might be a force to be reckoned with this year, actually. (laughs) Anyway, uh, those are my picks for Week 2. Hopefully this all ends sooner than later. At least the lockdowns end so me and Aaron can actually get together and um, do these properly. But anyway, we will see you next week and good luck. 